This is the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, PhD, Matthew Baker, and the ever-ingenious Louis Fox. That's right. I'm so genius, I'm ingenious. Wait, doesn't that make it less genius when you put the in in front of it? You're ingenious. It means you come up with, like, uh, amazing ideas all the time. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I'll take It's I, like inflammable is flammable. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Inside is really side. I need an ingenious solution to my bonsai tree problem. Oh, say the problem and no, I'll no, give you the solution. Well, hold on. I want to hear the pre, pre-solution. pre Throw it in the garbage. Okay, yeah. That's essentially where I'm at. <laughs> I was hoping for a more ingenious idea than that. Because I bought a bonsai. Compost bin. Oh, uh, yeah. True. Firewood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really small Gift fire. Gift it to somebody I dislike. Oh. Like a blueberry. Yeah. Or one of those uh, pistachios that are completely closed. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like a clamshell that's open. <laughs> Yeah, no, I bought this bonsai, and it was lush, and it was beautiful, and I put it in the window. Okay, so from what I know about bonsai, the first one is you bought it. You got to go harvest it. Oh, really? Didn't you see Karate Kid? I need to go up into the mountains. He didn't go up and he bring to, it down from he did, Mount but, Fuji. He did from, the like, the blowhole. Oh, yeah. did he? Yeah. Oh, okay, wow. I think it was Karate Kid 2, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> he had to go get the tr- It's the tree that's on the back of his gi. Okay, is the one he cut himself yeah and then they took a picture of it and, and then, then they put it they silk screened it on the back of <laughs> they sent it to larry at the silk screen his shop. dojo yep <laughs> logo mm-hmm. so yeah i got it and you're right that might have been the problem also don't buy your plants at home depot no that's, <laughs> that's the first pr- why would you why'd you it was have- on sale <laughs> It was an impulse buy. I was like, I have all this wood and concrete, and I need a bonsai tree also. I'm buying seven bricks and a bonsai tree. It is the most diva-ish plant I've ever had. Like, it was in the window, and it was, you know, I'd water it whenever the soil got... It leaks out the water. It's like sparkling water. Yeah, essentially. So in the instructions, it says five room temperature ice cubes. (laughs) What? Is what it says. Five... uh, it needs to be watered with five room temperature ice cubes. I'm like, what? And Chardonnay? Do I need a brown <laughs> M&M's in its green room? And so it doesn't, it, it, went, it almost died, right? So uh-huh. it's all brown and it's withering. I wonder what a bonsai tree's near-death experience would look like. I mean, I probably brought shame on its generations of family by putting it in the back room and not the front room. Mm-hmm. And so I put it out in the front room where all the sun, most of the sun is, mm-hmm. and it completely died. I felt like it was like this. It was like this goth teenage, <laughs> you know, like just saying, "I hate you." I never asked for you to be my parents. You're not my real dad. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. You're just my stepdad. Anyway, so it completely died, right? Okay. It withered away. Like, it was just like, you know, listening to The Cure and slitting its wrist with, like, black eyeliner. Yes. And then it came back to life. But then, like... Well, because it put the, the call out on social media it needed help, and someone called the suicide line. Oh, yeah. The, the friends stepped in and yeah. said, we love you. Yeah. You, You're more your... popular than you think you are. All of your succulents that are thriving were like, it's okay, Bonsai. <laughs> and so it's like, it's this... 
intermittent. It goes in and out. Like some days it looks great. Some days it's just withered. And it's like, it's super dramatic. It's the biggest diva. And I don't know if you've ever had a bonsai tree, but I will never get one again. Ah. Because even as cool as it looks, it, it, it was just a, a nightmare. I'm going to throw it out here. Doesn't look that cool because it's all it's all dead right now. <laughs> so that's what's going on with me. That is a constant struggle. I'm yep. parenting a very obnoxious teenage bonsai tree. Well, let's see. That's way more exciting. All I've done this week is I tried to make my own Bloody Mary mix. And gross. This bad. Yeah, it had tomato, tomato, urine, <laughs> urine. It had to be like. Bird urine. I don't even know how you get that. So it was, yeah, tomato, celery, like ground up celery or something? Celery salt. Celery salt. Or no, no, celery seed. From onion. Like the, I feel like there's onion. I don't think there was onion in it, um, but it had me use cucumber. Okay. I'm not a big fan of cucumber water. Okay. Okay. It's very specific thing not to like. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like rosemary misted air. I don't. <laughs> Gross. So I'd like peel the cucumber and then like I'm fine with like cucumber slices in a salad, like as a solid object, uh-huh. but not as a liquid. Okay. So I cut and you had to seed it. I'm like, really? You gotta cut the seeds out of a cucumber? So you had to take the seeds out and you blend it, and it just tasted like cucumber water with uh, booze in it. I love how you're getting mad. You wanted to make Bloody Mary your own Bloody Mary mix. No, and hang, you're getting hang, mad hang on. at the process behind it. I didn't want to make one, but I had all the ingredients to make it. And so you did. So I did. It's like getting mad at chocolate chip cookies for the requirement of having to bake the chocolate chip cookies. Oh, that's the worst. Don't get me started (laughs) about baking chocolate chip cookies. Okay, so you you did not like it. Did your daughter like it? Oh, she got super hammered. Okay, well, there you go. Someone liked it. It felt, but I felt like the recipe, like you put a cup of uh, vodka in with it. I'm like, I thought I liked any recipe that had a cup of vodka. Really? The cucumber water tainted the vodka. Yes. Wow, that's deep. It was also, I accidentally bought cucumber flavored vodka. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) On my phone, I pulled up. the, the tap song while I poured it down the drain had a little moment. Oh, really? Yeah. You, re- you poured it all out? Yeah. Oh, wow. I spent like 45 minutes making everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you I mean, you have very little time these days. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. You know what I could have been doing while I was po- making this? What's that? Drinking Bloody Marys made from store-bought Bloody Damn Marys. Damn straight. <laughs> Damn straight. Nothing better than someone cooking you an amazing meal. Yeah. Not you cooking it. Correct. Yeah. So I just got an amazing alert from my wife. What's that? Shanghai Disneyland's opening in a couple days. Oh, what? You guys going to go? Uh, I'm totally down to go. Yeah, you should. I've already been there, though. I'm waiting for Hong Kong. I want Hong Kong to open. Does Hong Kong have a Disneyland? Yeah. This is big news, folks. <laughs> this is, we're breaking news on this. <laughs> Hong Kong has a Disneyland. It's had one forever. I love that's the thing that she's excited to text you about. Well... We, I'm imagining flying to China super cheap right now. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Dying in China, also very cheap. Yeah. yeah. Bringing back more <laughs> disease to the United States, priceless. Yes. <laughs> get, get, getting quarantined at SeaTac Airport, priceless. Amazing. Three days to get there, three days at the Disneyland, three days to get back, three weeks in quarantine. <laughs> it's going to be epic. So if we don't have a couple episodes <laughs> for a while... That's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) All right, well, let's get to the actual story. Let's do it. All right.
let's get to some weird news. This story comes from the HuffingtonPost.com. That's a news source more reliable than using Darth Vader as a role model. <laughs> well, Louie, <laughs> speaking of Darth Vader as a role model, that's exactly what this story is about. It's almost as if I had inside knowledge <laughs> to the story. <laughs> story is Darth Vader enforces coronavirus lockdown in Philippines villages. <laughs> they have so much more fun than we have over here. Yeah, right? It's amazing. They go fishing all day. They make iPhones all day. <laughs> Is that what they do all day? Come on. Yeah. Dressed as Star Wars characters, local officials in the Philippines are out and about to enforce strict quarantine measures while also handing out relief packages. So what I love about this is Star Wars is in quotes because if you see these costumes, they're not quite right. Yes, they are this a is little... The Times Square... Fremont Street in Vegas. Yeah, the so, guy Darth Vader looks like Rick Moranis in Spaceballs <laughs> with the massive helmet. Yes, it's very tall and popey. <laughs> they 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 made this happen. They're doing their thing. I'm gonna give them thumbs up. Yeah, I feel like this is a demotion for Darth Vader. Like he was the most feared man in the universe, and now he's like a neighborhood awareness <laughs> spokesperson. He's a neighborhood watch dude. <laughs> he is Smokey the Bear of the Philippines. <laughs> he's 2020 Smokey the Bear. <laughs> <laughs> He's the McGruff the crime Pretty dog. much. With Darth Vader and Stormtroopers' outfits made from rubber mats and old plastic, the youth leaders catch the attention of villagers on the outskirts of Manila who are then reminded to stay indoors. It's like, come out and gawk at us. Now get inside. <laughs> and who better to tell you to stay indoors than someone who sounds like they're asthmatic? <laughs> you must <laughs> stay indoors. Use your inhaler, Luke. There's a lot of... <laughs> pollen <laughs> we tell our residents who still go outdoors without the proper quarantine passes needed and also those who do not wear face masks this is like a like a cool mardi gras float like you flash darth vader and he throws you a face mask yeah it's he well it is like the ultimate personal protective equipment right it's like <laughs> you got that massive helmet who knows what it's filtering <laughs> <laughs> we make sure the government guidelines are properly followed, Muriel Baldago, an elected official dressed in a stormtrooper costume, told Reuters. Why is the elected official not Darth Vader? Yeah, you know. Well, you know, when you are, like, sort of auditioning to be these characters, you have to be the heights in which they are in the movies. Like, oh. stormtroopers are 5 foot 11, okay. I research, and so if you are not that height, you're not allowed to be a stormtrooper in any sort of Star Wars or Disney-affiliated yeah, but no, stuff. but then you should be like the guy captaining the ship. Like, you're someone who sits the whole time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah? <laughs> His get-up is greeted with smiles and offers villagers a little distraction from outbreak. He added, on May the 4th, also known as Star Wars Day, and celebrated worldwide by fans of the franchise, government workers in costume also rode small wooden boats to distribute relief packs containing rice and canned goods in a nearby coastal neighborhood. For uh, Cinco de Mayo the next day, they all dressed up as the Taco Bell Chihuahua. <laughs> Yo quiero mascarilla. <laughs> Is that how you say uh, mask in uh, Tagalog? <laughs> That's how you say it in Spanish. Oh, gotcha. They're in the Philippines. <laughs> but it's the Taco Bell dog. <laughs> 
I just feel like Disney's going to come after him for some sort of cut. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, we need a cut of that chicken. We need, <laughs> you owe us 67% of that rice. You owe us 83 relief packs. <laughs> the Philippines, whose capital and main cities are under strict quarantine protocols until mid-May, has recorded 9,000 confirmed coronavirus cases, 623 deaths, and 1,300 recoveries as of Monday, government figures showed. But how many has Darth Vader killed? That's the question. I know. Those stormtroopers, they're just going through. They're yeah. taking people's crap. I get I mean, he's a very menacing character. Who was their first hope? Hitler? <laughs> yeah. Hitler's like, nah, I'm not, I don't do You're that. You're a little too intense. <laughs> Uh, what do you think, Louie? I think it's fun in any fun way you can get the word out. But if you watch the video, which is amazing, those stormtroopers, not properly socially distanced. Yes, it's true. And we will post a video because it is worth seeing. And because uh, there's like this shot of him on the front of a boat slowly <laughs> going like this old man sort of was slowly rowing him. And yeah. he's like doing the, you know, George Washington. <laughs> Crossing you know, the Potomac. Yes. <laughs> the video, I think, brought me more joy today than anything. Yeah. So we'll check that out. And I like it. It's a cool story. <laughs> yes. This story comes from NBCNews.com. That's a news source more reliable than the mountain lion exhibit at the aquarium. Yeah, I guess they're not very aquatic animals is what you're saying. (laughs) Yes, they're more (laughs) alpine. (laughs) This has to do with an aquarium. What? Louie. And it goes, thieves snatch shark from San Antonio Aquarium, wheel it out in a baby carriage. They were caught when someone noticed a baby in the shark tank. <laughs> that would I'd go see that exhibit. The, the time they feed babies to the sharks. Is that the baby from the Nirvana album? What's funny is like that even the baby carriage thing didn't even stand out to me. The thing that stood out to me is that there's an aquarium in San Antonio which is completely landlocked. Yeah. Like why do they have an aquarium there? I've always wondered like okay, if you go to the aquarium here, you see all these tropical fish stuff uh-huh. we don't have if you go to the aquarium in the bahamas is it just like gray salmon yeah it's just just like kelp yeah (laughs) can't see anything so this story says three people snatched a small shark from a pool at the san antonio aquarium and smuggled it out in a baby carriage over the weekend the aquarium said monday uh three people their names are larry curly and (laughs) moe One suspect is in custody and the shark is alive and well on its way back to the aquarium. I like how they're like, and it's on its way. It's taking a, it's taking the bus. Yeah, it's like take, it's it's working its way back. It's swimming. <laughs> we just put it in the sewer. It'll how did here. they catch him? The shark gave the uh, the police uh, uh, sketch artist accurate descriptions of the culprits. His um, nose was a little bit bigger. <laughs> Leon Valley Police Chief Joseph Salvaggio said officers initially refused to believe that the 911 call that came in Saturday was real. Like how they're like, the first clue we thought it was bogus was when the call was coming from the aquarium. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I think if you're a Texas sheriff or a police officer, I think any call that comes in, you should take seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I think you probably have seen some weird stuff. I would think that a shark napping is low on the totem pole of weird things <laughs> that these police officers have encountered. They're actually trying to uh, rename Texas to New Florida. <laughs> They finally convinced the officers that it was true somebody had walked in and stole a shark out of the aquarium. I like how they're like, prove to me this is a real call. Uh, Rub your aquarium name tag (laughs) on the phone. Spelman said her reaction was just absolute shock. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if anyone stole anything from an aquarium. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because people steal crap. I mean, come on. (laughs) Sometimes you got to move to bigger, bigger things like... You know, you do your regular, you know, neighborhood dog napping, and then you got to move up. Yeah. You know, steal a police horse. Yeah, right? Dog napping is a gateway (laughs) drug to sharp napping and then police horse napping. I think a horse would probably be the easiest to steal. Just hop on and go, come on, boy. Right? It's like a shark. I mean, this is, this is, there is a video that accompanies this story, and it is a little like no one stops them. Yeah, but that's the best kind of crime. Is, is when just, no one stops you. You, yeah. you are correct. <laughs> that is the best type of crime. <laughs> you you nailed it. Louis. Just saying. <laughs> Sometimes you got to break it down for the people. No, but when you act, just act like you belong there, you just grab it and walk out. Yeah. When you start having the Ocean's Eleven caper, where you're rolling marbles on the floor so that the yeah. janitor slips, yeah. that's that's where you get caught. Security video released Monday shows that the shark nappers strolled through the aquarium's hallway, pushing the baby carriage along on Saturday before they drove off with the 16-inch shark in a red pickup truck. I wonder if they put it in the back and it was full of water. Yeah, don't they check the baby carriage for babies when you come into the actual facility? When was the last time you went to an aquarium? Mm, Two years ago. Really? Yeah. What'd you do there? They checked my baby stroller. (laughs) And they made me check it because there was no baby inside. No, there are people walk do it all the time. We were went for a walk the other day, and there was a lady. She had uh, a, a double baby carriage with a dog sitting in each one, mm-hmm. and then two toddlers walking by. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you got this all wrong, lady. <laughs> walk the kids, stroll the dogs. It's good. The aquarium said the thieves brought their own net with them to snag the shark from the interactive touch pool at the tide pool exhibit while an attendant was assisting other people. That's what I would check at the at the entrance to, to the aquarium. You brought your own net? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now this is just, you know, this is decor. Yes. It goes with my flannel outfit. They then ducked into a filter room and emptied out a bleach bucket into which they deposited the shark, the aquarium said. They used the bucket to transfer the shark into the stroller and hurried up the stairs and out the parking lot, it said. I like that they thought it through enough to bring their own net and stroller, but not what to put the shark in. <laughs> when in the video, it just looks like they're just putting the shark not even in any sort of water. They just look like they're putting it into the <laughs> stroller. Yeah, well, they did because they, they took it, it put it in the stroller and then went to the, the bleach room. Or yeah, the filter. Room. Gotcha. The aquarium said managers raced to the parking lot and caught up with the suspects who denied access to both the vehicle and the stroller. Well, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> But if I was, if I thought they had it, I would just block them in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, or they just stop them. They roll down the windows, and be like, "No, no, this is my, this is my lap shark." Yeah. <laughs> he goes everything. That's Buddy. He goes everywhere <laughs> this with is me. My service animal. 
See, I got the paperwork right here. I think it's in this bleach bucket. <laughs> you can't ask. You can You can ask me what 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 function it performs. No, I have his papers right here. Oh no, it got stained by the bleach bucket. <laughs> it's just white. <laughs> Salvaggio told reporters at the aquarium Monday night that police tracked the vehicle down and found a house close to that vehicle. Uh, what? <laughs> wait, wait. There's a house close. <laughs> Shocker. There's a house close. <laughs> We found the vehicle. It was in a field. And there was a tent next to him, so we didn't think it was the suspects. They were able to recover the shark and get confessions from two of the three suspects. Before they got the shark back, it had gone to the county fair and won a uh, contest for the ugliest baby. <laughs> it entered an ugly chihuahua, <laughs> ugliest dog competition. He said it was obvious that the man who stole the shark had knowledge of how to care for the type of animal. He had a shark care for dummies on his shelf. <laughs> when we got into the garage and into the house, it looked like almost a mock-up of the actual aquarium, he said. Because they'd been rehearsing. Yeah. They probably plotted it out like they walked the steps blind. Full-on Navy SEAL action. <laughs> like, before they take down Bin Laden, they he, build a replica of his compound. <laughs> he had a lot of different marine animals in the home. Very much, He very much knew what he was doing. Yeah, he he didn't accidentally steal it. He visited all the San Antonio aquariums. <laughs> all one of them. <laughs> Salvaggio said the aquarium was lucky that it was dealing with someone who knew how to care for sharks. We were lucky this was a professional. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily for the shark and for the aquarium, we were able to get that animal back in one piece. And that said. one piece was a sweet, sweet wallet. Yeah, right? Yeah, sure, he's holding up okay, but he's having night tremors every night. <laughs> the therapy bill alone. Every time a, a stroller walks by his touch tank, he freaks out. Seizures. We don't think he was planning on selling it. He didn't say that, but from looking at the other animals there, they're more likely, more than likely it was something that he wanted, he said. He had had one of these in the past, don't know. I think the animal had died sometime in the past. Okay, Nostradamus, sh- it didn't sure die what? in the future? <laughs> Not sure what he's that police officer's talking about. Now I can see why he doesn't <laughs> fully comprehend what's going on. I think a shark might have died in the past. I don't know if it was his or just in general. <laughs> Somewhere along the line. Here's how the world works. There's a fixed amount of sharks. And once they're all dead, the Mayan calendar ends. What we did to inspect this is we went to the San Diego Aquarium. <laughs> We had to hold the two sharks next to each other. <laughs> yup, it's a shark. Yeah. So we had to figure out what a shark was to know <laughs> what we were dealing with. Give me Jack Hanna on the phone, stat. <laughs> Give me the ghost of the uh, crocodile hunter. Jamie Shank, the aquarium's assistant. Coolest name ever. I know, right? The aquarium's assistant director of husbandry. <laughs> Why do they have a director of husbandry at the San Antonio Aquarium? <laughs> This is Jamie. She's our midwife. (laughs) This is Larry. He's our animal psychic. (laughs) Jamie said... He does the small business loans for the whales. (laughs) That's our dolphins CPA over there. Uh, Dolphins notorious tax cheats. (laughs) Jamie, who said the shark who is named Miss Helen, is a tough little horn shark. Oh, Yeah. 
When this happened, all the staff was very heartbroken simply because we did not think that she would even survive that in itself. She told reporters, I'm really proud of her and I'm so overjoyed to have her back. So we can subject it to being poked at by kids in the touch tank. Yeah, right? Poor shark. It was, pro- it was out of Shawshank. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it got caught back in the slammer. It had just tunneled its way out. <laughs> Maybe it was in on this plot. <laughs> Yeah, met some dudes on the internet. We we made it happen. <laughs> so the horn shark is a small, slow-swimming member of the bullhead shark species found mainly off the West Coast from California to the Gulf of California. They mostly eat mollusks, crustaceans, worms, and sea anemones. And babies. Yeah. We value the lives of all our animals and take pride in the care that we are able to give them as well as the education that we are able to give the general public about these treasured species, the aquarium said. I don't, if it's in a touch tank, it's not a treasured species. Yeah, right? Like, anytime you invite the public to touch something, it's not a treasure. Yeah, they don't generally put the the things that they're most proud of in the touch tank, yeah, right? Yeah, no, no. You, there's not like a window in the Hope Diamond at the Smithsonian yeah, right. where you can just poke it. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> you can't just like rub down the Constitution. <laughs> so what do we think about this? I mean, I'm glad they got the shark back. Uh, you know, they would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for that meddling aquarium director. Yeah, well, in the video, too, it's I'm amazed that they caught it so quickly, right? Yeah. Because in the video, it's a little, and we'll try and post the video, it's a little bit mm, sort of hard to see exactly what's going on, so I'm amazed that on the security cam, they were able to catch what was going on immediately. I wonder if someone, someone narked on him. Oh, really? I, you had to be like, yeah. that dude just scooped up a shark. The sea otter's like, they're taking <laughs> Billy! <laughs> Sea otter <laughs> snitch. <laughs> Billy's taking a run for it. I think it's uh, it's pretty wild, and you know, I guess steal what you can, right? <laughs> if it's not nailed down, there wasn't a sign. Yes, it, this shark was not nailed down. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, okay. Well, we hope that these people get all of their animals taken away from them and given to. These people, you mean the aquarium? Or no, the thieves. The, uh, the thieves. <laughs> okay, just checking. And that those animals are given to places that uh, probably will take care of them a little better. Yes, yeah. yes. All right, I like it. That's it for today, folks. Want to thank you so much for listening on our rants on bonsai trees and Bloody Mary mixes. You're very sweet and tolerant people. Thank you very much for listening. Of course, if you don't mind, please share one of these episodes with us. We have 103 Did you just of them. Say share with us? No, no. Share, share one of our episodes oh, with people. Yeah. We have 103 episodes. Pick one, yeah. share it. Let yeah. people know that we're out there. Except episode 17. That one was uh, kind of a. The worst. <laughs> We've had a few stinkers. <laughs> But I would say the majority are more fun than they're yeah. fun. And if you haven't already and you don't mind, it would be great if you would give us a little review on iTunes. Yeah, give us five stars or better. Yes. 
<laughs> we cut off at five stars. So yes. <laughs> if you don't mind, it does help us out quite a bit. And we've been, we haven't urged people to do it enough because yeah. we're only at like 25 reviews. Yeah. So don't forget to check us out on all the social media as well. Absolutely. You can review our social media. I don't know why you'd want to do that. You can give our Instagram page five stars. <laughs> yes. Our Twitter page, three stars. Yeah. Though, Cause we don't ever go there. Yeah. Although we have one. We have one. We don't know. It might have been hacked by the Russians. <laughs> yeah. It's been b- being operated by a secret agent. You, you may get a virus from, from visiting it. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? So you can check us out individually, louisfox.com, comedystuntshow.com. Can people see you virtually anytime this week, Louis? I mean, you can always just hit me up on the Zoom, okay, <laughs> on the just... Skype. <laughs> That's what I think about. Like, what happened to Skype? Actually, I was just on a magic Skype meeting. Okay, so it still exists. Yeah, so someone's like, How did Zoom get all the traction and Skype did it? I think Zoom is more, caters more to business. Oh, okay. Um, and, and so Skype, I don't think you can do like a webinar. Oh, okay. It's more uh, like person to person. Yeah. So hit them up on Skype unless you have some sort of presentation or board meeting you yeah. need Louis to attend. Or or if it's non-magic related. <laughs> okay. Zoom. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> only, only do Skype. Yeah, it was the, so my buddy's like, you want to hop on a Skype magic call? I'm like, sure. And then it was like, and I got to download Skype. Uh, I got to figure out my password. It's like, oh. You gotta come up with a fake name and backstory. Yes. Yeah, but then I ended up on and some... how you grow mustache suddenly. <laughs> All right, well, folks, thank you so much for sitting through this, and we hope you are safe with your family. You're having a good time. The weather's getting better, so please be safe out there, and be smart, and stay weird. Yes. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast.